Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to another glorious episode of Christmas News. Ho, 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 snitches. I'm Molly Malshine. And I'm Casey Bunker. And we are bringing you some lovely holiday news this week. Do you know what I was thinking? Wouldn't it be so funny if every time we meet anyone over the Christmas week, I say, this is friend of the pod, Casey Bunker, instead of like my sister. That would be funny, but I'm not friend of the pod. I am the pod. I know. I was thinking like space trash, friend of the pod, but you're also more than a friend on space trash. One thing we do need to do when we're together is, speaking of friends of the pod, Mariah Smith, who she's a friend of a pod. She's not been on this pod, but she was on my old podcast, Diva Behavior. She uh, posted, there's this viral dance trend that people are doing to that really old. Yes. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, so she posted the one of the guy, Nev Shulman from, what Catfish. was it called? Catfish, yes. And Dancing with the Stars. He was robbed. He should have won. But anyway. um, He punched a girl in the face in college. Ooh. Yeah. But anyway. Okay, maybe, maybe second place is, is okay. <laughs> second place is fine. But so we have to learn that dance when we're home, obviously. Yes. Oh, yeah. We, we, we should. I don't know if we're going to have time, though. We're going to be busy little elves. I don't have time to do anything. Yeah, me neither. The holidays are, are a trip, man. They're like a real what, trip. What is happening? I'm Okay, I'm going to be home a week from Wednesday. I haven't <gasps> bought a single present for anyone yet. Wow. No one in our family, no one in Nick's family, not Nick. But not you have time. Her. You have time once you're here. Yeah. I guess once I'm there, I will. Yeah. I'm just going to go to Stella Luna and go ham. Okay. So what is your um, Christmas cocktail this week? My Christmas cocktail this week is a cocktail that Nick had at this bar called Colors Hoxton. I don't know if Nick remembers. Nick, do you remember? No. Yes. Yeah, so you had a cocktail. It was. Uh, it was like a cookie flavored old fashioned. Oh, I yeah. don't know how I feel about that. It was good. It was really good because it basically tasted like um, a vanilla flavored old fa- old fashioned, and it okay. had disarono in it. And it was What's really that? I don't know. It's <laughs> <laughs> it sounds it's a, fabulous. It's a liqueur, I think. Okay. Yeah, so all their drinks are named after drag queens. It was called Miss Vanji. Get those cookies, get those cookies. Old Forester bourbon, chocolate cookie, Di Serrano amaretto, Angostura, and a bourbon biscuit. They did not garnish this thing with cookies or biscuits unless Nick (laughs) ate them so fast that I didn't even see them, which is a possibility. But That is a possibility. It was very delicious. It was an amazing drink. 
What what is your Christmas cocktail of the week? I'll say that it is the hot wine at the Philly Christmas Village. It's a staple. I get it every year, you know? Wait, but when you say hot wine, that sounds so disgusting. <laughs> I know, but that's what it is. But isn't it mulled wine? Yes, it's also mulled, but really you forget it's... your culture of being a mull shine who drinks mulled wine so quickly. <gasps> Mull shine, mold wine. Yeah. That's and why I love it. I just think it's really funny that you call it hot wine. That's very like Philly. Well, because the like French way of the French thing is vin chaud. Right? Yeah, that's true. You're right. I don't know You're my right. French accent. So that's just like, and I know it's called Glühwein in German, but like. We don't, we don't mess with them. Not doing that because then you just have to explain that it's hot wine, but it is yeah. mold wine. It's mold. It's malt. Someone else is having wine. I can't believe this. Nick or Oscar? Nick is having wine. I can't believe it. He just recovered from <laughs> Saturday night about but that's an it. hour ago. That's where we're at right now. I mean, this is like the season, you know? That's just... I know he's going to wake up at 7 a.m. for our workout, too. You're All saying right. that more to him than to me, I think. 30. I will wake up for 6.30 if it means you're going to wake work out with me. This is what I'm doing. I'm banking sober days and workouts all week okay. until Thursday because on Thursday, we're going to see Les Mis and then we're just tumbling down a rabbit hole of like being drunk until 2022, I would say. Right? I would say, yeah, I think that's correct. Yeah. So what's your strategy this week? This is the um, last week of normalcy, I would say, relative normalcy. It's true, but then also I have two Christmas events happening this week, like on weeknights. So I really don't know how it's going to go. I was I, I started the week saying the same thing. I'm going to try and make sure I work out um, and don't drink. But then on Wednesday night, I'm going to go see um, Aunt Mary Pat's Christmas show. <gasps> oh my God. Were you saving this up to tell me on air? No, I bought the tickets back in October and I forgot that I bought them. Wow. Okay. For people who don't know, Aunt Mary Pat is a gentleman who dresses like an Aunt Mary Pat and does a Delco accent. Oh my God. That is so amazing. I really wish I could go see that. Yeah. I'm so excited. And then the next night is the South Philly Lights Run. So the South Philly Striders and the Fishtown Beer Runners, which are two running groups in Philly, put this on every year. I'm guessing they didn't do it last year, but... um and it's like a run through all the amazing Christmas lights in South Philly. Cause South Philly, like people go crazy with Christmas How lights. Cute is that? Yeah. And then it like ends at a bar and you have a drink with a bunch of like other runners, but people dress up, they wear like jingle bells and you know, oh. light up stuff and everything. So I've done it in the past. So I'm going to try and do those back to back. I haven't committed or paid anything for the Thursday one so that it could get the kibosh if I overdo it on Wednesday, but yeah, yeah. But I think I, I think I can handle this. I think I just need to, you know, take some deep breaths and make it through. And then, yeah, this weekend I got a another birthday party. You know, all my besties are turning thirty, so we're just like, Very yeah, fun. just tumbling right into the holiday season. There, it's happening. I am doing on Saturday. We're doing twelve pubs of Christmas, but we're mixing in flats and pubs. So this is a thing that they do here in the UK and in Ireland too, you just go to 12 pubs one day and you say that it's the 12 pubs of Christmas. <laughs> oh, I love that. You just randomly select 12 pubs and go to them all. Um, and we That's great. Like every year, I'm pretty sure. I guess we didn't do it last year with COVID, but um, yeah, we're going to dress in Christmas clothes. And I have requested to the party planning committee that 
Nick and I have breakfast here for everyone before we embark. So I thought that would be really fun to have like eggs and stuff like that. I have been doing some, some very Christmas food stuff. Like what? I made, I made chicken breast wrapped in prosciutto stuffed with herbed cashew cheese for dinner. All right, wait. Chicken breast wrapped in prosciutto stuffed with, with herb, cashew cheese. Cashew cheese, yeah. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> I don't really like to eat dairy. And then on Saturday, I ate half a, half a loaf of brioche with my hand, which felt Christmassy. Yeah, 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 yeah. That counts. That counts for something. <laughs> in spirit. Yeah. I started doing our advent calendar Um I fill it with little lint chocolate truffles. So we started doing that. Ooh, that's good. Yeah, but I haven't gotten my paws on any real eggnog now, which is good because usually Dan and I drink eggnog like every single night of the Christmas season. And then last year- (laughs) Are you serious? Yeah. And then last year he had like, on Christmas Eve, he had like a pork roll egg and cheese for breakfast. We had a ton of eggnog all week. He had a pork roll egg and cheese for breakfast. And then we had steak- for dinner and then he had like a gallbladder attack so <laughs> it was like not okay so we're we're trying What's to keep a gallbladder it, attack like like just not good not good he had a fever and stuff oh no how, how about mommy asking in the group chat what everyone's plans are on christmas eve I know. I was like, I thought we were hanging out. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I thought that was why. And I talked to her about it like five times this weekend. So then, and then it seemed like she was asking me my plans. And I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to explain this again. <laughs> I got to call that lady and tell her that I am, in fact, going to be going to grandma's house with her. Yeah. I don't think she, I think she was getting confused of like, the fact that you're going to be in Philly and then you're going to be home and then you're going to be in Philly again. Yeah. We're going Philly, New York, home, Philly. Pipeline. Technically Newark at the end. So yeah. It's going to be wild. I know. It really is going to be a whirlwind. I think I just have to accept the fact that I'm probably not going to do any work that week. Yeah. 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 Like I might be able to do like one thing and I need to do as much work as I can in the lead up, which is why I'm trying to not go too hard yet until I land. Takes a strategy. It really does. Do you have any Christmas shopping secrets that you've thought of this week or things that you bought that were really cool? Um, I have. I, I do think that experiences are good gifts. So I don't want to say on this podcast in case she ever listens to it, which she won't, what I'm getting someone in our family. But um, our mother, maybe. But. Yeah, I think that that's because, yeah, I think that's like, we all miss, you know, going to see a show or whatever else. So I think a little ticket here and there is good. That's my that's my hack. That's all I've come up with yet. I really haven't done much gift shopping either. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough right now because also with the supply chain, you don't know what it is. You don't know how it works and you don't know if things are going to be coming through it. Yeah. And if you're like me and you live in a city, you, I mean, luckily I work from home every day. So I usually don't have this issue, but like yesterday I wasn't home and a package got delivered and it's gone. And now oh. I have to deal with that. Yeah. That sucks. I wanted to talk to someone about this. I think it, I think it works on Christmas news. Okay. I think I'm going to be wearing leggings as pants. 
for what? Well, like life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I got rid because okay, we know that we're not supposed to wear skinny jeans anymore according to the rules of TikTok right. and Gen Z. Um, but the thing is, I have all these mom jeans and dad jeans and flares. And honestly, I am too short to pull, like, if I'm not wearing a skin tight, like leotard on top and nothing else, I look like a bag of trash in. That's what's tricky. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. So, so I decided they there have been these like knee high boots that are kind of coming back in style. Yes. So I got a pair of those and I got some skinny leggings, like leather effect leggings and like a sort of jegging type thing, black on black. It it might feel a little dated, but I'm just going to do it. And I did a test run over the weekend. I have these like velvety brownish green leggings that I wore with thigh high black boots. Yes. Um, and I did not get any compliments at all. Okay. All right. <laughs> So <laughs> I don't know. I, like I'm like, is this just me saying I am thirty something years old and I'm just gonna stick with a style that looked good on me before? Yeah, you're going off script. Yeah, I think you're, I am. Yeah. Okay. I love that. Do you think it's okay? I'm wearing Uggs lately too. I mean, you you're you're usually like setting the trends and just do I mean I can't I cannot tell you what's not okay or not or okay because I usually ask you for, okay. for this kind of info. So I really don't know. Cause I also just don't really follow like models on Instagram or anyone. So like I don't even know where I'm getting and I don't even leave the house that often. So like I don't know where I'm getting my fashion advice. Although there's a girl walking outside in a very cool outfit right now. Oh, what is it? I think it's leggings. But the boots she has on are really cool. And but how like, high are the boots? The boots are high above the knee. Above the knee? Is it, yeah. Is she's it, got like a pink cheetah jacket, long jacket on. Okay. That's very cute. long hair. It was she. Okay. Here's what I think it is right now. I think the trend cycle has gotten so ludicrously fast that right now, and probably this is going to be how it stays for a long time – as long as you're going for it, I think you're good to go. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. As, as long as you're looking like directional, as long as you don't look like, um, like you're hosting an HGTV show, I think you're good. Like someone out there is going to think you look cool. And most people are going to think you look cool actually. Right. Yeah. Like if it's intentional. Exactly. Okay. Good, because we're coming up on party season. So it's like, I mean, I'm just buying a lot of glittery dresses, if I'm honest about that. Yeah, I'm doing a lot of dresses too, just because, yeah, like the pants situation. It's confusing. And then shirts are the worst. Like who can find a good shirt? I don't know. Never. I have all these blouses and I look like a paralegal. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know? This story you put in, in our little document from the New York Times, it's beginning to look a lot like holiday social anxiety. What what do you think about this? What do you feel? There's a really cute graphic. Very cute cute graphic. I did not pay enough attention to the graphic on the first one. Yeah, so I like, I, I saw this and I just liked it because I feel like we all need a little 
you know, teaser into how to get back into the social scene. And the thing for me, why it's good to just keep these like mindfulness tips top of mind is because when I have social anxiety, I'll just like drink a little bit more, you know, and I don't want to be drinking too much. I don't even need to drink to have a good time because now I just appreciate being around people so much. But if I let myself get too worried about what I'm going to say or whatever, then I will start like hitting the sauce a little bit more, like to be completely honest. But so, why would you ever worry about what you're going to say? Everyone likes you. Thank you. That's very nice. That's probably because I worry a lot about what I'm going to say. say. Yeah. So I'm trying to not care as much, but it's a balance. And especially like during the holidays when you're so busy, you don't have time to like, I haven't been doing my three morning pages every single day. I haven't been working out every day. So the anxiety can creep up a lot faster because you're so darn busy. Yes. I will say like Zoloft. And I will also say moving to a new country uh, where you realize everyone thinks you're weird as hell anyway, it just kind of helps you fly your freak flag because you're just like- no one thinks I'm normal. Everyone thinks I'm too loud and too opinionated and pushy and that I have vocal fry. So I just, what am I going to, I'm not going to become British. No, so I'm just even more me than I ever was before. So like, if yes. you just think in that way of like, I'm already an alien, you know what I mean? Like people already don't, aren't going to ever, no matter what country you're in, no matter what culture you're in, People are always not going to fully understand what's going through your head and why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. So I think- But in in a country or in your normal community, you forget that because you do know people so well, but we're still all aliens, like you said. Right. Like we still all have no idea what the other person is thinking, even if we think we know them better than anyone else in the world. So Mm -hmm. that's why I think the key is just to just be yourself. Like- meditate, do your morning pages, make sure you're dotting your I's and crossing your T's and like not being a sociopath. But as long as you know that you're a nice person and you're taking care of what's on the inside, you're probably not going to say anything too weird or bad. And if you do, it's probably going to be funny. (laughs) If not to everyone, (laughs) then at least to you, you later on can be like, well, that was weird. (laughs) You know? Yeah. That's so true. Last week he was in Belfast for three days And I was so lonely when I was taking Oscar out for a walk. I was really holding on to conversations with people for like way too long. And and people were like backing away from us slowly. And I'd be like, well, we we can talk about when we're going to neuter Oscar. Do you want to (laughs) know? Like I just really needed to speak to people. And then I was like, you know what? Those people probably aren't going to go home and be like, she was too much. They're probably going to go home and be like, she was chatty. And like, if I ever want to chat, I'll chat to her. That's right. Yeah. They might see you next time they're in the park and maybe they're lonely and they're like, you know what? She owes me one. Right. Today, (laughs) when I was walking home from the vet, this woman was like, so, so this woman had a walker and he was peeing in the middle of the sidewalk. So it was blocking this poor woman with a walker and like nine grocery bags. And And I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And she was like, no, it's fine. He's so cute. And then she was like, I want a dog like that. And I, she was like, do you like having a dog? And I was like, yeah, it gets me out of the house all the time. It's so great. And she was like, well, it will be hard for me to walk him because I have, I have this. 
you know, the walker. And I was like, oh, well, since you have that, you can probably get a dog for free with like an NHS grant or something. True. And she was like, what do you mean? And then I'm like explaining to her, we're like talking through how to get her a service dog. <laughs> I'm like, this conversation is going on for way too long, but she was into it at least. And she was in head to toe leopard print. She was awesome. Oh, amazing. I feel like that's just be weird. You know what? Be buddy, the elf channel, buddy, the elf. Yeah. Just channel buddy. I don't know about that, but (laughs) no, no, don't be buddy. The elf be yourself. Be buddy. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. But I mean, buddy yourself, as long as you're like being nice, like who cares? Yeah. But don't be like so nice that you're not being yourself also. Yeah. 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 I just mean, you know, as long as you're being neutral to good, I guess is what yeah, I'm yeah, saying. Yeah. Like exactly. just as, as long as you're not like saying mean things, like then who cares? Yeah. So, so yeah. So that's why I liked this whole, um, article. It's yeah. on the New York times. It's beginning to look a lot like holiday social anxiety. If anyone is interested and just wants some little tips and tricks of like, you know, just, just duck into the bathroom while you're at a party and like chill by yourself in the bathroom for a little bit and just recoup, you know, like just, just take some me time. We're all used to like staying in the house like so much. So, so, and he also says, um, if you're planning on leaving early, like just say it in the beginning of the party, then you don't have to worry about it the whole time that people will know when you leave. It's like little tips like that, that, that you wouldn't really think about, but that are good. And it's like, yeah, I can make this as, as pleasant as an experience as it can be. And you want it to be, because that's what the holidays are all about. And you don't want to be like spiraling or anything, but you want to just like have a great time and see your buddies and all of that. Also, like, just Irish exit at a certain point. No one's even going to notice. That's true, too. Like, YOLO, dude. Just also, get out of there. If you're starting to feel a little weird and, like, dissociating a little bit, just sit quietly. You don't have to talk every three seconds. Yeah, exactly. And then if someone's like, are you okay? You can be like, had a brain fart. And then they will be like, me too. I have brain farts, too. Yeah, I think that was in there, too, is, like, to crack a joke and be like, ah, I don't know how to socialize anymore, which is, like, Mm-hmm. I've definitely been saying that when I'm out just to be like, yeah, none of us do anymore. And like, did we ever? No, not really. Right. Everyone is really weird always. Did you watch any good movies this week? Nick and I watched Love Actually. It took three tries because he falls asleep the minute a movie comes on. But when we first started dating, he swore that he hated Love Actually. And this year, I actually got him to watch it. And he was laughing a lot. And I cried. Yes. What part? Do- I cried at a part I've never cried at before. Oh, I love that. I, love that. I think it was when Jamie and the Portuguese woman uh, meet in the Olive Garden or whatever. <laughs> oh, I've cried at that one before. Yeah, in the I cried. Olive Garden. <laughs> It was not an Olive Garden, but it had like stucco walls. Uh, And then we watched Home Alone, which we get into later when we talk about our ultimate Christmas special. Yeah, I actually haven't watched that in like forever, so I really need to watch that now that now that uh, yeah, we're on that. Then we were downstairs, and we heard our downstairs neighbors watching both of those movies in the exact same order we watched them. Do you think they heard you? No, because our TV is up a floor. Wow. I think they just felt it in their fingers and felt they it in felt their toes. felt it in their toes. Yeah. So I watched 8-Bit Christmas. 8-Bit Christmas. 
which is a new one on HBO. It's got Neil Patrick Harris and it's got the old or I don't know if she's the older daughter or the bossier daughter from Grace and Frankie, June. Oh, I love something. her. Yeah. And Raphael. Yes. And she was the mom. Um, Neil Patrick Harris was like a dad recounting his childhood wish for a Nintendo in the 80s to his daughter. So it was very like a Christmas story vibes. Like you had like the kids like back in the day at the schoolyard and all this stuff. And it was like pretty good. And it was from the makers of Elf. Huh. Maybe I'll try that out. You should try it out. It was like, it was pretty funny. We were laughing. We were all like, because me, mommy and Dan watched it, watched it. And we were like, yeah, that was good. Cause they don't like, it's hard to find a good new Christmas movie these days. Right. So Uh, I recommend that one. Yeah. That sounds really cute. I also watched an episode of keeping up with the Kardashians where they're all fighting about where they're going to have the Christmas party and everyone's copying Kim's decorations. And then I also watched another Kardashian Christmas special that is really should be in the Smithsonian. It's this one where they get their Christmas card photo taken by David LaChapelle and they try not to let any of the guys into it because they don't want to. And then Caitlin, who was pre-transition, but Caitlin's like, I don't think that's right. I think the guys should be in it too. And they're like, okay. And David LaChapelle makes Caitlin stand in a glass cage fighting to get out in the photo. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It is the weirdest hour of television because all the Kardashians are like, oh my God, it's David LaChapelle. He's like a totally important fashion photographer. This is such a big deal. And the photo is absurd. And you can tell that he's like making points about them that they are not privy to. Like yeah. putting Caitlyn in a cage. Like, gee. Yeah. And they all are just like, okay, well, he's the important fashion guy, so we have to listen to him. And it's it's just absurd. It's real it's really if you if you need a JV Christmas content to watch, that that is a really good one, I would say. I have I have a really good gift idea for people if they need it. Okay. I found what I lost in our move, which was I got this little laptop stand from Amazon, even though I hate Amazon. Sorry, everyone. I can't help it. Um, and a bunch of stuff that I, you, that I bought for filming stuff, like a tripod and things like that. So if you know someone who likes to make internet content, get them a little tripod set. They actually sell them at Urban Outfitters now or a, a stand for your laptop so that when you're on Zoom, you don't have to stack nine books on top of each other in order to have a flattering camera angle. So that's my idea. Aha. Okay, cool. Or like a selfie light too, I guess. Exactly. Like a ring light, like all of those kind of things because people, I feel like a lot of people will want that and they won't pull the trigger and actually get it for themselves. So it's the kind of thing that's like just a crowd pleaser. Second thing I wanted to say is I got my Christmas manicure. I saw on Instagram. It's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Isn't it cute? It took me a really long time to decide what I wanted because I really wanted something plaid. But the thing is, since I have fake nails, when they start to grow out, if the whole thing is a color, you can tell that it's grown out. But if you use the negative space and make sure that the bottom at least is skin toned, then people can't see the grow out as much. Yeah. Totally. So I got these little very delicate sort of graphic designs and the girls were so cute. Afterward, they had me do some hand modeling and they were singing Jingle Bell Rock. It was they were really, singing it? Yeah, it was really the only conversation we had. 
<laughs> they're so cute. These girls, they're just like so good in my little nail salon in my neighborhood. So yeah, I think, I think a, a holiday manicure is a really good way to make you feel more beautiful and cool without having to fit into a certain outfit. Yes. So true. Because then you can get the glam Adele nails and just like when you're singing her new album, just like, yeah. Flounce them around. Like hands are fine and the fake nails are going to make them look cuter anyway. Yours look awesome as well. Like if you have your nails done, you won't notice as much if you don't have makeup on or if you know, you just feel better. But I was telling you online earlier that I finally got like pointy nails and they looked so good and I was like obsessed. But then like the day after I got them, I tried to open – I tried to close the car door while I had like two pumpkin pies balancing on my lap because it was on Thanksgiving. And the tip of this one came right off. No. And then the next day I was trying to light a candle and like my thumbnail just caught fire and like oh. singed the whole tip of that one. So I don't think this life is for me. I think you might need some calcium supplements. <laughs> The ultimate Christmas special. What happened last week? What happened last week is we picked a villain. We picked. Who won? It was the Wet Bandits. Woo! Our final one. It was Wet Bandits versus Snape and Love Actually. So the Wet Bandits are the burglars from Home Alone. So this and is they gonna, won, right? Yeah, they won. I I I was kind of pushing for Snape and Love. Actually, I thought that would kind of be funnier. I thought that would be funnier too, but I also felt like he kind of learned his lesson at the end of the movie. True, and the Wet Bandits didn't. Yeah, we also might need to watch Home Alone too because they pop up in New York as well. Remember? Right. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know what we're going to do with this. So basically we have Buddy the Elf. He lives in small town America. The wet bandits somehow try to thwart him. And this week we're going to figure out who his comic relief or sidekick is. This week we're going to figure out who the comic relief slash sidekick is. And we have, I mean, this is going to be really hard, I think. Yes. And it's interesting too, because Elf kind of is comic relief himself too. So to see how he's going to work with someone else will be. Yeah. I think it needs to be someone who's going to play off of him really well. I We have cousin Eddie from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. He's, I can see him going far. And that's yeah. For I sure. mean, he's the gold standard, but then yeah. Billy Mac from Love Actually. Also an incredible character. Yeah. Love him. The best character. I don't know if I would even like that movie as much if it wasn't for his scenes. Yeah, totally. And like, I could see him working well with Buddy too. Yeah. Clarence the Angel in It's a Wonderful Life. Is he funny? I can't really remember. Yeah, he's got a couple little jibes. Okay. All right, Clarence. All right, Clarence. Yeah. Um, Anna Faris in Just Friends. Oh, that would be funny with Buddy. That would be good. Yeah, that would be funny. It would be nice to have a woman in this who's not just a love interest. (laughs) Just saying. Well, Uh, I think she would probably make herself a love interest, but not in a actually interested in falling in love way, more like in a trying to use Buddy. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I don't think Clarence stands a chance, but that's okay. Yeah. It's it's really sad how all the freaking It's a Wonderful Life ones keep getting booted well it's like old i know but it's like the best it's like it's the blueprint yeah it is the blueprint all right so also this week we will do romantic subplot romantic subplot so we've got 
We've got four for this as well. We have the couple who doesn't realize they're in love, which is Holiday, which was kind of an excruciating movie to watch because you're like, oh my God, come on. We all know what's going to happen. Just do it. Yeah, it was. Then we have two people fall in love while saving Christmas, which was Elf, obviously Elf and Jovi, mm-hmm. Zoe Deschanel. Married couple saving Christmas. That could work. Christmas vacation. And then siblings hooking up with other siblings, significant others. Family family. stone. So that's your choices for romantic subplots. So I hope everybody chooses wisely. Yeah, please choose wisely. Great. And then we'll have one more next week, I think. And then we'll be good to go. Next week, we'll have wild card and who teaches the real meaning of Christmas. Oh, two more. Okay. Very exciting. And then it's cooking time. Yeah. And then we're going to have to cast it. Oh, really? Yes. Who's going to play Buddy the Elf? Will Ferrell. I know. <laughs> really Timothy in- Chalamet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he actually would be a good elf because he's so petite. He really would. He but is that's so but it wouldn't be as funny to have a petite person be an elf. Well, that's kind of like Bernard in the Santa Claus. Yeah, that's true. What kind of Christmas project are you doing this week? Anything? I am doing, I'm going to that show and doing that lights run. And then I'm have to like finish decorating my place, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we I went to Home Goods this week and it was great. I got these like glittery Christmas cones. They're oh, like really pine cute. cones? No, like it's, it looks like a tree, but it's really just like a sphere, like all cone kind of thing. Oh, I get what you're saying. It's conical. Yeah, yeah con- conical. Yeah. <laughs> but I need some like, just lights in the windows. So that's, and a welcome mat. And then I feel like I'm pretty good. Yeah, that's good. We decorated our tree and it looks so crappy. It's on top of a basket because Oscar will eat it otherwise. And it's also tied to the wall so that it doesn't tip over. F. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind <laughs> of awful. So I'm trying to get, um, a little doggy playpen to put around it, but they're harder to find online than you think. Oh, shoot. Yeah. So well, maybe gonna... next year he'll be okay and not be so puppish. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Okay, cool. Keep us posted and have fun. You have fun too, Tace. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.